0: So the big question is this, how do regular dads like us who weren't given a playbook on parenting, who only have 24 hours in a day to make it all happen, how do we provide for our families in a way that will allow us to raise happy, successful children and have a thriving marriage while still being a man and doing the things we love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Rad Dad Secrets.
1: Hey, what's up all you rad dads out there? I appreciate you being here listening to this podcast. We got a special one for you today. If you if you didn't listen to the podcast, uh, the, the previous podcast, definitely after this one, go back and listen to that. We're interviewing um, Jefferson Harmon today. He interviewed me last last podcast and we're going to get to know Jefferson Harmon on a deeper level here, get to know what makes him tick and uh, let's jump right into it. So Jefferson, what, uh, give, us, give us an intro of yourself. Who, who are you and uh, what are you all about?
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Jefferson Harmon. I met my wife in college. Uh, we've been married for 14 years. We've got five kids. I started my um, chiropractic office, my, my practice in Southern Oregon in 2012. Um, and basically, I, I, I spend time with my wife and kids. I mean, that's, that's what I love to do. That's what, that's what drives me. My family is my why and, and, uh, that's, that's what keeps me ticking.
1: That's awesome, man. And I think that's so true for all of our listeners here too. The the family is our why, right? Our kids, our wives make us tick. So what, uh, one thing that, that we love is, uh, talking about quotes things that that motivate you something that's meaning to you and and uh are are there any quotes any any sayings anything like that that give meaning to your life my wife and i
2: actually came up with this quote and uh it's just kind of a a little phrase that we use we uh, we say newlyweds for life and what that means is everybody goes through that phase when they first get married right that blissful newlywed oh you know i'm so in love with you and and uh everything everything is is bliss but then we lose it like we lose it, and, and for some reason we lose that feeling you know we we get back to reality it's like oh wow okay our life is kind of uh kind of boring and and uh, it kind of sucks but my wife and I decided why why do we have to do that why do we have to lose that and so we came up with this newlyweds for life and I we, we live by that daily like why I want to remain, I want to remain in that state of of bliss with my wife throughout my life, not just for the first couple of months of marriage. So we, we came up with that and uh, that's what we live by. Um, and another one of my favorite quotes, and I, I think this, uh, this speaks to me as a parent is uh, it's actually by uh, the great philosophizer, Mike Tyson. Uh, Tyson. He says, Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan <laughs> until they get punched in the face. And so, I I mean, this especially speaks to me as a father and as a parent, because, you know, inevitably we have this, this idea of how life and how parenting is going to go. And then reality sets in, you know, this, (laughs) this is, this plan, the plan that we have out and laid out is not, it it never really goes how we want. And so we all have this plan and then we get punched in the face and what are we going to do about it when we do get punched in the face? you know i think that's uh that makes us stronger once we we get through those punches and uh yeah, if it doesn't kill us it uh, makes us stronger
1: amen to that both of those man those are both powerful i love that newlyweds why not right i mean why i mean everybody has this the social norm that after you're married for a while marriage just gets boring and and it gets busy and and things get dull why why right yeah. i mean let's Let's change that paradigm, and it's all it's all your belief system. And then, boy, talk about getting punched in the face, man. I feel <laughs> punched, kicked. I feel like shanked. I'm in the, I'm in the ring of life against Mike Tyson, oh, man. man. <laughs> um, that's awesome, dude. So is so uh, along those lines of getting punched in the face, is there a time that, that you remember? That you struggled as a father, and if so, and obviously there always is right if you 're a father, I guarantee oh, yeah. you 're going through some struggles. but what did you learn? what was the result? what did you take from it how how's it helped you yeah, absolutely um, when when i was
2: a, when I was a young father i, I mean, let's let 's just call a spade a spade I, w- I was selfish you know i, I didn 't want to go out and do these things i didn 't want to go to these stupid play dates i didn 't want to go to you know, all of these events, these school events and these things like, man, I I, I didn't want to take my Saturday and, and spend it all day, you know, watching, you know, watching a herd of cats kick a soccer ball around. Right. I, I didn't want to do that. I was really kind of selfish and, and it, it made me mad. But then, you know, and then uh, Mike Tyson punched me in the face and and I I'm responsible for these creatures. Right. I brought them into this world and. Not only am I responsible for them, you know, financially and, and, but I'm also responsible for their happiness. And, and so once, once I, I changed my mindset and, and just really realized that this isn't about me, right? This is, this is not being a parent is not about you. Being a parent is about them. Um, and there was a while there that I had to fake it until I, until I made it Right. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't easy for me, but what I, what I took away from that is, you know, stop, stop making this about yourself, make it about them. And, uh, that, that was a, that was a huge mind, mind shift for me. Um, and from, from here on out, that's, that's how I've, that's how I viewed those things is, is
1: viewing their happiness and, uh, just kind of working from that. That's awesome. You know, the... The, the thing I'm picking up from you right now is that I'm loving and that I hope is, is coming through in this podcast is that one, we're not perfect and two, we can change. And I think a lot of times we get stuck in our habits. We get stuck in thinking certain patterns, thinking certain things and thinking, whatever. It's just the way I am. It's the right? way I was born. I can't help this. It's been too long and it's not. I mean, it doesn't matter what walk in life you're at, you can change, you can become better, and you can make things better. And having that perspective that you just mentioned, that this is, this is not about you, right? This is about them. This is about helping them to have success, to experience happiness, to work through the struggles, to become successful, and go out in the world and be successful. So, I think that's awesome. That's incredible. So, so, now that you've changed and you're learning so much as you're going, if you could go back in time, knowing what you know now, having all the same life experiences that you have, bring that back with you. What would you tell your younger self?
2: Oh man, I would tell my younger self, don't sweat the little things. Um, I don't, uh, your, your kids are going to spill. I, I, I swear there was probably three years straight where every single night a child would spill their, their drink, whatever they're drinking, whether it be milk, water, whatever.
1: You they, hope it's not grape juice.
2: Oh my gosh. They would spill every single night and I would kind of get worked up, you know, like, "Wow, oh, you guys are so dumb. Like what? Stop spilling, you know, stop waving your arms and, 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 and making, doing the things that are, that are, that are spilling your drink, knock it off. How um, hard is it? Right. right. So I, I would go back and tell myself, you know what? Stop sweating the little things. They're, they're kids. They're, they're going to grow. They're going to learn. They're going um, to, they're, they're kids. I mean, they're not smart. They are, but they're not, right? So.
1: Right. They're growing, man. They're learning. Right. Like right. they've never experienced life like we have. I and mean, we're, we're, we're getting old. Oh yeah. We're, we we've got around the block. Totally absolutely so don't don't sweat the small stuff yeah so what what's the best advice you've ever received
2: Kind of like uh what you were saying in our last uh episode it, this is tough this is this was a tough one for me this was the last uh, one of the last questions i I, I answered because I've received a lot of advice in my life, and it was it was tough to kind of narrow it down to the best so i this is the one i chose I, I chose control what you can control. There are many things in this life that I cannot control, right? If my happiness is based off of someone else doing something that I want them to do, you know, what, what are the chances that I'm ever going to be happy? So if you take that and say, look, I can control my own attitude. If you can control your own attitude, why not choose an awesome attitude? So I wake up every day. I know the day is going to be awesome. Why? Because I chose it. Right. I, I can, I can control that. I can control my attitude. Now I can't have, I can't control how other people act towards my attitude. I I don't care. I've, I've let go of that and uh, I can, I can control my attitude. And if
1: I can do that, I'm going to choose an awesome one. Right. And when life gets hard, that's super easy to do, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) No, I I love that. Controlling what you can control. The, the, I mean, that's, it's empowering. And, you know, a part of, I, I mentioned in the last episode, like I, I went through some times where I experienced a lot of anxiety and, and honestly, I, I still struggle with that now and again. Right. But every time I do, I know it's because I'm worrying about something that is outside of my control. I'm worrying about how somebody else's might be feeling. Yeah. I have no control over that. Yeah. yeah. I can't control that. Right. And, and you, you can't ultimately control Everything your kids do, right? I remember I remember growing up and seeing the mom pushing the baby through the 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 grocery store and the baby starts and looking at him going, Yeah, when I have kids, that's never gonna happen. Right. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Oh. I think my kids are the best at doing that kind of stuff to us. Oh yeah. Um so what that's awesome advice. Now what what's an invaluable resource? I mean, something something that you've been able to use that has helped you that you think could, you could share with us so that us as rad dads in the making could put it to use and improve our lives and improve our wives and and kids' lives as well.
2: An invaluable resource to me, man, that to me is it's people that have gone through this before people that surround me, my, my parents, my in-laws, Um, people that have, have, you know, success leaves clues. I heard this on a Tony Robbins podcast one time, success leaves clues, meaning people have already gone through this. And if you look around, you're going to find people that have already gone through this and they're successful at it. Now they're not perfect, right? They're not perfect at it. I can, I can pick apart many things that, you know, my parents weren't perfect at. However, I can learn from, successes. And I can also learn from their, uh, their feedback, right? No, no, no failures here, but there's, there's feedback. Um, so for me, it's uh, invaluable resource are the people that, uh, that surround me that have gone through this already. Um, other, other things are, you know, uh, God, Uh, you mentioned this in the, in the previous podcast, you you can't top that God is an invaluable resource. Um, uplifting media. I, I, I like you am a, um, self-help junkie. I love, I love self-help stuff. Tony Robbins is one of my favorite people. So constantly listening to that, constantly, um, fe- feeding my brain with that kind of stuff, that to me is invaluable.
1: Yes, that's awesome. And uh, along those lines, I mean, it's with the technology we have today, never before have we ever had so much positive, successful things at your fingertips that you can do on downtime, right? I mean, yeah. when you're driving in your car, are you listening to um, talk radio that's talking about all the negativity that's going on in the world? Right. Or are you listening to a podcast or some kind of a, a motivational, something that will feed your heart, feed your soul, feed your mind and create you, mold you into a better person and continue to work on that. And that's something that that for me, I mean, you'll rarely catch me listening to anything, but some sort of self-improvement thing to work on my life to create a better life and and honestly it's paying off i mean over the past 10 years i can look back and be like man i truly have become better every year and it's taken some effort but uh it's it's well worth it and then i really love the invaluable resource of those who have gone through this before us right i mentioned the last podcast we visit my my grandma um every year out there in vernal and uh it one of the reasons we do that is because she's been through it all, man. I mean, she lived, she was born in the 1920s and she's seen so much. And, and when, when we talked to her about advice and and what life, I mean, she's, she's lost three husbands and uh, to, you know, you, you can't make that stuff up. I mean, she's been through it. And so definitely invaluable resources. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so how about, Let's, let's talk about some memories that you have. What are some rad dad memories uh, that you've had with your family? Yeah. Um, so a couple years ago we came, uh, my wife and I, there was a, there was like a
2: three day weekend coming up um, and we wanted to, we wanted to do something. We just didn't want to sit around and, and do nothing at home, you know, have the kids watch movies all weekend long and, and not do anything. So we got on the internet and we are our, our town little town of Klamath Falls, Oregon, we live about, I don't know, three hours away from um, the coast, the coast of uh, Southern Oregon and the coast of uh, Northern, Northern California. And there's a, there's a little town called Crescent city. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Crescent city. It's, it's not a huge town. Uh, It's, it's really kind of small. So we decided, Hey, let's, let's take an adventure and and go to Crescent city. And I, I can't tell you how many times my kids bring up that trip. Like it was, this town is nothing to write home about. It's not like this, you know, awesome coastal town where there's huge resorts and, and miles of, of beach. I mean, let's be honest, it, it's called the coast for a reason, right? It's not called the beach. We're, we're in Southern Oregon coast. Uh, the water's freezing. It's not very warm. So it isn't this place where we're going to go, you know, put our uh, uh, beach towels out and go lay out forever. It's It's not that warm, but... There are tide pools there that we found uh starfish and sea cucumbers and i mean millions of of a little tiny crab you know these hermit crabs and i love it my my kids to this day uh, apart from going to disneyland that is their favorite place to go and it it was it, it's really it, it's really a testament to me and um to to just when you create these lasting memories with your kids, that's what they're going to remember, right? That's what they're going to remember. And it's, uh, it was one of the coolest, coolest trips. We actually went back this past, uh, this past year too. And, uh, it was, it was just fantastic. Um, and that's another, awesome. another rad dad memory was, uh, was going to Disneyland. Uh, that's one of our play- favorite places to go ever. Nice. When we were, f- when we first went, that was a a, a very big uh, money over memories because we 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 didn't have that much money, and uh, we we try to do it as cheap as we can, but we went and every two years we go and our kids uh, they love it and that's something that again they will take with them forever.
1: So totally, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, the uh, the tide pools, man, there's something magic. I'm telling you, there's something magical about the ocean. Uh, but we, we we go up to Fort Bragg and uh, catch the starfish, the hermit crabs, the oh, yeah. I caught an octopus last time I was there. It was so rad. It totally yeah. changed colors in my hands. It was amazing. Um, but anyway, the, those memories. But see, the thing is, those memories, that takes effort, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't like you guys just turned the TV on and started watching the, the tide pools, right? I mean, it right. took effort to pack your kids up and you got a large family, drive all the way there, you know, have a place, go down there. And I'm sure the kids got wet, dirty, and, and gross from being in those tide pools and whatnot. Oh yeah. But those memories, man, I mean, that that's a lifetime right there. Those are forever memories. So that's awesome. It's awesome. Um, so what, what are some like, what are some, we'll call it rad dad activities or maybe some traditions you have? What are some of the routines that you have in that you feel like have really helped you out with your family and your life? Okay.
2: Number one, we eat dinner as a family. That is, yes, we, we, we do not skip on that. We eat dinner as a family. And one of the really cool traditions that my wife is, my wife started, this was years ago, is we go around the table asking everyone what their favorite part of the day is um it's a really cool way to 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 know what's going on in your kids' lives okay so um whoever starts it you go it doesn't matter clockwise counterclockwise but we we the first person says hey so and so what's your favorite part of the day then they go to explain their favorite part of the day and the person next to them then they ask them say hey what was your favorite part of the day so that's a really really awesome thing that uh, my wife started and every single night we do that so that is one of the rad, rad dad traditions. And, That's and, uh, awesome. Activities and, and we do.
1: Jefferson, we, we did that a while ago and we stopped doing it and you brought that up now. I don't know why we stopped doing it. Yeah. It's, I'm, I am it's definitely awesome. starting tonight. We are going to be doing that again and okay. getting that going. Good. Cause that was, it's powerful. Yeah.
2: Go oh on. yeah, absolutely. And then one of the the next traditions is we, we take our kids on a date. Now this. <laughs> this was revamped and, and, and we started doing it again because of you, because uh, right. you guys say that you guys, every, every Thursday, you guys, uh, one of you, either on the calendar. Wife, yep either you just put it on the calendar and it is without fail, you do it. And our, our kids, we, this is our, we just, we just cycled through every single kid this past week and, and got back on that. And it is, uh, it's phenomenal. Like our kids absolutely love it. They look forward to going. And uh, so, Dates with your kids—that is something that uh, these these traditions and these routines that this is this is the glue. It's the small and simple things that you do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. That's the glue that's going to keep the family together, and I, I I wholeheartedly believe that.
1: Yeah, and it takes effort, but you got. It. So here's the thing. I mean, it. I just want to intervene. In this, you see how much it affects your kids, but man, I am not gonna lie a big part of that date on Thursday night is for me. Like I get done with that date and I am on a high. Like I just got to know my kid again. Like I, and they confide stuff in me. Uh, My, my oldest, like, I mean, we're just sitting there chatting and he'll like, I'll ask the question. So, any girls you like? You know, anything like that. I was like, Dad, stop <laughs> yeah. that. And uh, but I pried a little bit, and I was like, Look, I'm not going to tell him. You can confide in me, like, because I want to be that trusted person for him to go to when he does something wrong. When something happens, I don't want him to be scared to come to me and tell me all of those things. And that date, man, it it opens them up. And individually, when you get that kid out there, they are a different human being when you're with them one on one it's yeah. unreal
2: well and and again who who are they going to confide in they're going fi- to confide in somebody right absolutely i want my kids to be able to trust me and confide in me because they're going to tell somebody and uh, yeah I, I want i want i want to have that relationship with them where they can they can do that they can go say hey this is what's happening this is what i heard this is you know just little things that that Public schools—they <laughs> scare me to death. Um, but at oh, the same gosh. time, right? I, yeah. I want to be the one to teach my kids, and and um, I, I just uh, yeah, I want that confidence in me and my wife.
1: Totally, totally. And it takes effort, but I'm telling you, once you get it in pen on the calendar and you do it once or twice, it sticks. But yeah. you got to keep keep it going and put that effort into it. And it doesn't—you don't have to go out and drop drop a ton of Benjamins on them or anything. It's you go out and you hang out with them. You you can go grab a bite to eat. You can take them to a park. You can do whatever. I mean, with, with my, my second son, he would be happy if we took a box of his Legos to a park and just played with Legos for an hour. Yeah. That would light his world up.
2: Yeah. I, I think uh, my wife and I, we've, we've set like a $15 limit. It's like, just go out for an hour. Whether it be, you know, I think these last, <laughs> all five of our kids wanted to go to the arcade. So we said, okay, you have 10 bucks. Uh, here's 10 bucks. We'll, we'll play games together and then we'll go out and get a milkshake, right? 15 bucks. You're, awesome. you're done in an hour, right? It doesn't have to be this. Let's go to the movies. Let's go out to dinner. Let's go, you know, do all of these things. Just, you know what? An hour. We, we live, uh, we lead busy lives and, and um, an hour is all it takes.
1: Yeah. And sometimes an hour sounds like a lot, but man, if you really look at your day and where your time is going, I mean, I, I, as I'm getting older, I'm fitting more and more and more into a single day. I do more in a day now than I think I did in a week, five or 10 years ago. You yeah. know, and I'm like, oh man, I have been wasting so much time. right? And, and, you know, are, are you surfing Facebook? Are you watching shows on TV? You know, where, where are the priorities and what's really going to affect your children's life and your life and your wife's life. And in, in the end, this world, I mean, we're here to make an impact in this world and, and every single person makes a difference and is noticed and known by our heavenly father. So yeah, important stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Any any other any other routines, anything else? Oh, man. Not 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 off the top of my head,
2: but uh oh, uh, traditions. Traditions. Yeah. My um and I and I I, I glean this from my my in-laws. They have just little tiny traditions and when and we've kind of uh we've kind of kept that ball rolling like every every Sunday after church you can ask every single one of my kids, what do we, what do we have every Sunday after church? Nachos, yeah. right? What? N- nachos. Are you it's like serious? We, it's, it's, it's something simple, but at the same time, they're going to remember that, right? What do, what do we do after church? Oh, we had nachos. You know, we, we just we got two big pan. I mean, we've got seven people in our family, so we, it takes two cookie sheets, but with two cookie sheets and we might go through two bags of, uh, two bags of chips mm-hmm. with cheese. It's nachos. And then every Halloween, you, you ask every single one of my kids, what do we have for dinner at Halloween? We have chili and scones. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's little things, but
1: am, they're going to remember that. Am, am I weird not over here? I, maybe every single rad dad out there is doing this. I don't really know, but uh, and it's okay if you're not. But ask my kids. Jefferson, I want you to call my family, and and you didn't know this, but ask my kids when we get home from church what do we eat? We eat chips and queso. No every single day. We get home insurance. It's chips. And sometimes, yeah, we go through two bags. It's insane. Every Sunday. I don't, I don't know where, where we pick that up from. And then Halloween, chili. Definitely. No way. But we have cornbread, not scones. So yep. I guess that's, you know, we're, we're, we're different there.
2: You that's just like, take Rhodes rolls and, and flatten them out and put them in some oil and you got scones, yep. with honey,
1: honey yep. butter. Oh. It's it's crazy. Those little traditions make such a big difference. I can't tell you. Growing up, Sundays were cookie days. So Sundays, we made a big old fat batch of cookies. We made probably with well, six people in my family growing up. We made six cookies and we ate the rest of the cookie dough. Oh, like I mean, that was that out. was our thing. Yeah, and uh, to this day, like it remains a vivid, uplifting, awesome thing that that we did as a family. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those traditions. Those are powerful. Find some stuff you guys love to do with your families and commit to doing it every single week. You will never, it takes effort, but I promise you will not regret it. It will not be wasted time. Wow. At all. So um, awesome. Well, Jefferson, it's been a pleasure having you on and interviewing this week, getting to know you. And uh, I am stoked looking forward to the upcoming episodes. We're going to be bringing the value you guys please go subscribe to the, uh, the subscribe to, to to rad dad secrets in the, the iTunes and uh, you'll get our, when we come out with new ones, you'll get those. They'll be fun. They'll be full of value. It will help you in your journey to becoming a rad dad. Go on to Facebook, like our page, totally rad dads. We're, we're posting content constantly there as well. And, uh, we we love we appreciate you guys. You, we're we're in the trenches with you, man. We are regular dads, trying, failing, but never giving up. And I uh, want you guys to remember that we are rad by choice and not by chance. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rad Dad Secrets podcast. Subscribe now to never miss another episode or opportunity to become a better father, husband, and man. Also, be sure to join our Totally Rad Dads private Facebook group for constant support and tips on being the best dad possible. If you haven't yet, please leave us a review. It helps us immensely on iTunes. And remember, we are Rad Dads by choice, not by chance.